0: Hey, it's Jay from Rhythm of Fear, and you're watching CMS TV. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition, the Labor Day edition of chris aiken presents i think you guys all thought we were going to take the day off didn't you but here we are because we are dedicated worker bees hence the labor day thing i of course chris aiken this dude right there that be eric Ferentinos. eric how are you man
1: it's chris aiken presents the podcast man we hope you will enjoy the show. Skunk ticka It's Chris Aiken presents the podcast, man. Sit back and let the evening go. Boom, 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 boom. Chris Aiken presents it's Chris Aiken presents it's Chris Aiken presents the podcast man It's wonderful to be here it's certainly a thrill You're such a lovely audience we'd love to take you home with us we'd like to take you home I didn't mean to co-host the show but I thought you'd like to know I don't know, I better stop. <laughs>
0: hey man. I think we got our new theme. I, you you don't need to re- record uh, guitar parts anymore <laughs> for the theme. That's good. We'll use that.
1: <laughs> I had to do it, man. Susan and I we we rented the piece of shit that is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band oh. movie last night. Oh, it is horrible too. Oof. It is so bad. I didn't know I didn't remember it being that bad. I'm like, it's got one of the most awesome soundtracks ever. There's some great songs that came sure. from the cover songs.
0: Dude, is there a is there a rock and roll movie? And I'm trying to think of the only two I could think of both suck dick, but um is there well, there's three that I could think of. Two two are really bad. One is moderately bad, but the music's so good it lets it uh, buy. Sgt. Pepper's is miserable bad. <laughs> um, uh, Led Zeppelin, um, "Song Remains the Same." Yeah, whoa, whoa! Not a great what? movie. Not a great movie. Great oh, fucking music.
1: Shut your dirty. Mouth.
0: Great, mo- great music, dude. I love Zep. So I musically fantastic. But I don't ever need to watch the movie. I could just. Dude, I love it. My
1: favorite scenes uh, with John Paul Jones is like living this enchanted life out on the mountainside of right. britain somewhere and he's got his family and he's gotten back to his roots and they're they're making their own clothes his wife's making the clothes and the children are running around you like and then that he huh?
0: gets, <laughs> yeah they're
1: like <laughs> some courier a courier pigeon shows up or something and right gives him some kind of note he's like we're about to go on tour and the tour starts tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. And he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. I got to leave this enchanted paradise, life to right? go play some damn Led Zeppelin songs. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So you'd rather watch the movie than just listen to the album. Dude, I want to watch the movie. I want to listen to the album the when how the west was one came out the whole, yeah. our whole band bought it that day because it had clips that weren't in the original sure. you know, madison square garden footage and we were mm-hmm. mesmerized by it so we you got to be careful when you're talking about let's answer Sir. Right. when it comes well, to, now you can say all the shit you want to about this movie yeah that movie stinks. That now here's so where bad. it got fucked up right from the from the start which yeah. somehow my brain, because you know how our brains protect themselves, and they'll like omit things just so you can cons- you can continue living a normal life. Right, right, right. Uh, but there's an old coot that's in this movie that I totally forgot was in there. It goes by the name of George Burns. <laughs> oh yeah, George. George Burns. He was yeah. George Burns. Is this old man? I'm fifty. He was like eighty six when he was doing anything that I was familiar with as a kid, I'm sure, you know, in the vaudeville days, he was a handsome strapping guy. (laughs) In the vaudeville days. (laughs) Right. But by the time I was watching TV or watching movies, he was just this creepy, very, very old man. Like, yeah, way beyond, you know, Richie Cunningham's dad or, you know, somebody that you would watch on a typical show. This guy was like older than the Barty Miller guys. This guy was, fucking old i don't okay? ever
0: remember him not being old I,
1: I don't remember it either it's a little weird he seems more like a ceo of a evil company or something
0: yeah, you know, big we, stupid cigar of all the time in right. his
1: mouth i paid for this movie and i'm gonna be in it damn it uh <laughs> so this it actually the the film starts out with a whole pepperidge farm sequence right where they're basically giving the backstory on. Sergeant Pepper and and the Lonely Hearts Club Band. And he's basically strolling around like, you know, KFC, like the colonel from KFC and he's like walking through this Pepperidge Farm Memorial Park and he's telling this whole story. And if that's not bad enough, they actually give him a whole goddamn song to sing as an old oh, man. And these Jesus. are these are apparently old Beatles songs, which is interesting because it's been suspected that old men wrote these songs for them anyway in the beginning because sure. they're, they're like all old man like who the fuck young person sings about that shit no young person sings like about love that. me do or stuff like that <laughs> no that stuff's more simple teeny bopper to get them reeled in that was the simple shit okay. but as the songs progressed they just seemed like they were written by a very old person that's really lived not a couple of fucking Ruffians from Liverpool, that fucking <laughs> just banging right. girls in the club after doing their cover set, right? You know what I mean. That's how they find these. Pe- there you go. Well, for the people who, if if we have any young audience members, I don't know if we yeah. do that.
0: If we <laughs> do. dude, even people our age may not remember this. To, you would you like to guess what year he died?
1: Ninety <sighs> four.
0: Little later, but ninety later than that. Ninety six. Yeah, he was. um how old were how old were you george he was let's see george burns was exactly a Oh fuck he was born in the
1: 1800s born in the goddamn 1800s and here he is interjecting himself into which should have been a very special movie and i mean the sergeant pepper's album is phenomenal um, yeah, oh yeah it's a mystery. I mean, um, can we pull up the the cover from that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover from *Sergeant Pepper* has so many, you know, Easter eggs, if you will, on there. The oh, the the band itself has a lot of interesting characters in it. But as we've mentioned before, uh, this this could be the Paul that took over. This is the Fall McCartney the that fall took Paul? over. Fall Paul. That took over, which I, you know, it's, it's supposedly his, his name is Billy Shears, so that's that's one of the clues that they put into that song. And uh, Mike Williams is a as a guy on YouTube that does a lot of work into the Beatles. He he kept it going because for me, I didn't really care either way. But you go down that rabbit hole, and it is really fascinating when you see the early pictures uh, of how much the guy's face changed and. and more specifically how the band never played again after that they never played again live after 1966 except for the one rooftop Rooftop. gig like final gig they did but in this picture alistair crowley's in there i think hitler's in there there's all kinds of fucking weird mysterious uh historical people that are cut and pasted into that
0: right uh, into that background there mishmash of whatever that is yeah
1: there's a lot of deep dives into the Sergeant Pepper's thing, but uh, definitely in this this movie, which I, I guess originally it was the play, and then the guy had secured the songs to, to the rights to use the songs. So he wanted to do something, so they got some investors and quickly, you know, threw together this movie. I, I, it's a somewhat of a mystery why the Beatles weren't in it, you know, right. to me. But whatever, and that's okay. Now I guess a lot of plays or things that would go on that way have have other people but uh they interestingly d- decided to use the Bee Gees
0: <laughs> yeah, for right. this
1: and a very young peter frampton and peter frampton plays billy's the character billy shears who allegedly is who the real paul mccartney's name is and and okay you know he had a originally had a band called billy and the pepper pots okay back in liverpool shit don't you yeah i mean i'll barely i mean this mike williams is the dude who who, i mean if anybody wants to deep dive into that because you know when i'm not prepared to talk about stuff i just sound like a stoned moron talking about this shit i'll chase you (laughs) away from it you're like oh uh but it's it's pretty fascinating but uh yeah george burns ruins the movie right from the get-go though the first 20 minutes are awful and the movie just gets bad from there it reminded me of um kiss meets the phantom of the park Yeah,
0: that, see that's my all-timer for all time bad that's the worst by okay. far the worst
1: it's not yeah. as this one's worse for me because of the really? Pepperidge farm george burns thing really it made me angry that that we were being i was being forced to have this geriatric man <laughs> walking around in a kfc costume you know singing terribly these songs <laughs> It was so bad, um, but once the song started going, it wasn't too bad. But Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Here's the uh, similarities: Kiss Meets the Phantom Park had a mad scientist guy underneath underground with like some shitty looking computers, right? You know, kind of, and he had some robots you know had humanoid robots down there that he's working on you know because back then it was a, it was the the future was robots right you know in the 1960s sure. and 70s probably yeah, you know, that one beautiful.
0: robot that was in every movie with the cone and the little thing that spun on the <laughs> on the
1: shoulder or whatever right a little radar dish or something yeah uh yeah so this this was no different he had he had the underground you know scientists with the shitty computers going and the and the humanoid robots which uh aerosmith ends up being they're called the future villain band it's almost like this movie wasn't quite well thought out and they just had like placeholder kind of names for shit like we'll have the future villain band and the the good guy band you know and they just like kept it those stupid names for the movie instead of actually coming up with or just calling them aerosmith i don't know but it was kind of special to see them again you know because you see you know joe perry and steven tyler the whole band comes out they look really fucking cool they're kind of in like a Mad Max, you know, cop, you know, <laughs> outfits or something. Yeah. Yo, that's who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, Robbie the robot. Is that the <laughs> Lost in Space robot? No, that's a different one. That's This is Robbie the robot. I can pull up the Lost in Space guy. He's on my screen, too. Okay. Uh, he is. Hold on. Give me a second here. Where, let me find a good picture of it. Well, These are all tiny, but let me find it here open image and new tab boy we could we could really profit from a producer couldn't we
1: <laughs> that is seemingly what like the third guy does on a lot of the podcasts i see they do have a dude that's off off camera that's whipping all the shit up and yeah, sending it over we could, we could
0: really use that <laughs> yeah
1: we're almost to that point
0: yeah here we go there's the
1: lost in space one yeah it's even worse yeah what about the danger, Battlestar? Danger. <laughs> the Battlestar Galactica ones. Let's
0: Twiggy. let see. Twiggy. I don't even remember. I was not a Battlestar Galactica fan. Is that you're, you're a little bit
1: older than me, and it makes a difference. Like a five or eight year difference could, could be big with kids of what they're going to watch Battle or not Star watch. Galactica. I personally liked it.
0: It was called Twiggy.
1: Yeah, Twiggy.
0: Oh, and then I he remember this. this
1: dumb... He had a girlfriend too, booty or something. I think booty. <laughs> Yeah, she'd be like
0: booty, 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 like, booty, yeah. booty, booty, And You're like, yeah. That's you how know she what she's be lubricating he would your go gears with.
1: He'd go beady, 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 and she'd go oh, booty, booty,
0: booty, booty. Yeah, I remember this stupid robot. Here he is. Present share screen. This one. There we go. Yeah. Too funny. There cool. was so many. There was so many. He was Flavor
1: Flav. He was like the Flavor Flav robot.
0: Dude, do you remember the robot from the movie The Black Hole? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's get that one going.
0: That's another. He was red, right?
1: He was like a red looking. Uh,
0: he was like a trash can that they hung on a rope. It was. Oh. It was so bad. Let's see the Black Hole robot.
1: You're gonna pull up a porto when you do that.
0: Oh, <laughs> this thing is terrible. Yeah, I guess he is red, sorta. Open image. Yeah, this thing is. woof. This is a piece of shit. This thing just. And this was like a Disney movie, wasn't it? So it had Disney money mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. And this is this is what the Disney people gave us. What a piece of shit! Look at
1: this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> That's probably around time they started doing a lot of like uh, marketing research ahead of time, and they, right. they probably had a panel of kids that picked which scared them the least.
0: Yeah, oh, that's you know, great. Came up
1: with this. Yeah, well, the kids seemed to really like this stupid-looking one that couldn't <laughs> hurt anybody, and all the adults were like, "Give me a fucking break!" But now it's very—it's like R two D two on acid. basically, yeah. is what you're looking at here.
0: This is R two D dumb. It's fucking dumb it's fucking Retarto awful. d2 yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly right <laughs> what a terrible one holy smokes all right well enough of that one let me go back to sergeant <laughs> peppers
1: yeah sergeant peppers so uh yeah somehow we got through uh, this movie we actually had to pay for that piece of shit it's oh. like you look you look up the movie on there, on her thing. We have this uh, remote where you hold the remote and you could just speak into it and it, right. it'll tell you. It never works on the first time. First you hit the button, it doesn't work. Then you have to hit the button again. It goes, please speak loudly. You have to say it like a robot, ironically. like If you <laughs> if you try to just normally say, hey, can you put on Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? It will not know what the fuck you just said. You have to go, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. You have to real say it like yeah, the real remote. slow, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> That's still faster than actually trying to like use the menu to like get over and actually type a goddamn long string of words like that into a yeah. thing. But, yeah,
0: with that with that stupid slider thing, a <laughs> s. <laughs> you know, it's like Jesus, right.
1: enough. It's enough is enough. Uh, yeah, so scary shit but we 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 got through uh got through the abuse oh yeah so we had to pay for it right so uh it was like five bucks to rent this thing five bucks what made you want to watch it we well that's one thing susan and i both enjoy together is music okay and we love any kind of like documentaries about music or concerts or anything like that so this weekend we thought it'd be fun to like you know pick a bunch of concert movies to to watch if we're going to watch tv sure okay and so this was like the one to kick it off and it was it was shitty aside from uh yeah the cover songs in there the the uh the commodores uh no no earth wind and fire excuse me earth wind Wind, and and fire Fire in it yeah uh got to get you into my life right Mm -hmm. i think um aerosmith does uh come together which is the sickest version of come together right um what uh, what other good ones that they yeah, a lot of covers. I mean, the, the the Bee Gees did a good job doing some of the Beatles songs, of course. Uh, but yeah, this thing looks like it was shot in a day when you watch it.
0: <laughs> it probably was.
1: I mean, I'm assuming they went in ahead of time and recorded all this before they did the movie right. so that they could lip sync to it or whatever. And, but it's, it's. I mean, th- the only cool factor is seeing these iconic people in the in their heyday. You know, Barry Gibb has the most awesome hair. Ever Barry Gibbs, mm-hmm. the better looking of the Gibbs, like they they had the inbred looking Gib brothers.
0: Is that this Gib, uh, the one that's behind your head?
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one of, right, the one, the, yellow, right the one in the yellow,
0: the one in the yellow shirt. That's Barry. This Gib
1: yeah. got all the poontang. Yeah. I'm assuming the other guy yeah. got none
0: in the green shirt.
1: Oh man, yeah, green. No, like, he he actually is as cool as he could possibly be in this movie. I have to right. say, he has like very fitted. He Has like cool pants. I mean, he looks like he could walk around today in the outfit he had on and seem hip, hipster, cool. You know,
0: he had the. I don't know. Fitted, as he cool got leather, older, jacket. he looked. As he got older, he turned into Rocky Dennis Gibb. He just started looking like that guy, the the fucking mask guy. <laughs>
1: he just looks. Now, weird. sadly, yeah, Robin, Robin Gibb, we're talking about, right? Yeah, uh, he, he sadly uh, passed away in 2012, which it's been already a while. Eleven years, jeez. Yeah, but that's a huge loss, man. The Bee Gees are. I iconic. love the Bee Gees.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm just because the dude looked weird didn't mean he couldn't fucking sing. He was great. No, I love the Bee Gees. No,
1: no, the whole Beatles had that in common. You know, they all. You know, it's a Liverpool. It's a small pool of pussy that they all screwed, and they were screwing <laughs> right. each other's brothers and sisters, and they end up looking right. like that. And you get that like you know, fetal alcohol syndrome look. You mm-hmm. know, one eye lower than the other one, which was like Paul McCartney's thing. Like the original yeah. Paul McCartney's like very inbred. You yeah. know, like. His one eye's like an inch lower than the other one. One ear is over here. One ear is down here. And then all of a sudden, it, yeah,
0: <laughs> the next then, it <laughs> then it wasn't.
1: And then it uh, wasn't. But they would do all these goofy things like all the Beatles grew out a beard at the same time and right. you know, grew out their hair. They tried to all look totally different from the others, so it wouldn't be so obvious. Right. Again, that's a rabbit hole the, f- the audience could go down if they want to. Some people get extremely angry when you, when you say oh, that. Oh, I know what they should realize is i think the guy that we know as paul McCartney is is amazing and he's uh you know given us so much through the years and and it's been the same guy for all these years through wings and and all that it's been yeah. the same dude but it's i think it's billy shears
0: it could be and brother. it is it, you know for people that deny and i'm not a denier or a believer i don't know i know i know that that, that documentary was pretty goddamn convincing the the yeah. The one with the tapes, like the cassette tapes and whatever. Mm -hmm. That was pretty convincing. That being said, all I know is that the Beatles sounded like one thing until the alleged death of Paul McCartney and the replacement. And then they sounded completely. Then all of a sudden we got the uh, Maharaji stoner Beatles. You know, you, you had the love me do Beatles. Up until Paul McCartney allegedly was killed. Then after that, then you got the stoner Beatles. And then Wings was even different from that. Paul McCartney's the the guy we call Paul McCartney never did another song that sounded like the Beatles that we grew up, that our parents grew up on. Never. Mm -hmm. So that, that all by itself. Now I know people change music changes, ideas change, but that's a pretty drastic change. And you're a creative guy and you work with creative guys most of these creative guys when they try to do something else they always find their way back to what they do best which was what they did first almost all right I agree yeah you know and it just didn't uh, it didn't happen Paul McCartney went in a whole new direction (laughs) once he got a new face and his ears lined up right
1: right yeah he just kind of took over from there and the band just had to go with it and you know i think the whole thing was orchestrated from the get-go anyway the whole band was george martin's baby you know they put together you know they were highly produced that way sure um they probably did play their you know instruments in the studio and all that but i think they definitely some people think like someone like leonard cohen could have been writing their lyrics and also for people like bowie yeah Uh, and these people like that that an actual older songwriter wrote these lyrics and songs for these young lads
0: yeah to go and act
1: like they did it
0: and lord knows if you're if you're a secret quiet writer that's still getting beatles money you probably don't come out and say hey i know i signed a contract but guess what that was me that wrote
1: that song exactly you're just cashing
0: them checks
1: (laughs) the whole thing's interesting um you know we were uh you know this week we had lost some some more famous people and what have you and and you know how on the bottom they'll go and some others we've lost this year and uh one was this black singer female singer and i'm sorry i'm forgetting who, who she was but in her biography there she was also cast as one of the screaming girls in the original beatles you know footage or whatever for one of their tv appearances and I just thought that was interesting. You know, you're cast as a as a screaming chick. Meaning, these are actors. These were actors right. that were acting all, Wah! you know. They created. Uh-huh. They, they they. I think it caught on. The, the hysteria caught on, but it was like an implemented hysteria because young people are very malleable. You know their mm-hmm. their young their young minds and when they see just like a TikTok video somebody doing something, they all want to copy it and do it. It's just something that young people do. And so seeing the footage of these actresses losing their minds and Yeah. The Beatlemania, the hysteria was actually like, I think more orchestrated and then just took off from there. Yeah.
0: Well and, didn't and act look,
1: that way before that.
0: Well no, and that was it. Was nobody acting I Maybe a little bit with Elvis, like, and he could have very well been orchestrated too. But there was nobody doing mm-hmm. it before Elvis. But then, when Elvis came out, the chicks were like passing out when he was handing them scarves or whatever.
1: It's like propaganda videos, you know. It's like yeah. when they they show uh, whatever. It could be people dying from COVID or falling down on the street. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. So I mean, you don't know. Um, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you
0: you have. You do you. Have, you have no idea. I I do know this about the Elvis craze, and I you know I can't speak on on any of this other stuff. But I know one of my mom's prized possessions is an Elvis scarf, because Elvis. She went and saw Elvis in like seventy five or whatever. You know, it was it was Vegas Elvis with the big white jumpsuit guy. She must have you been know.
1: young then, huh? She was what, like twenty.
0: Yeah, she was. Maybe. She was. Well, she's 20 years younger than me. So, 75, I would have been seven. So, she would have been 27. So, she was oh, okay. 27 when she saw Elvis. And uh, she was kind of front row on the. Um, remember how Elvis used to have, like, kind of the walkout stage? Like, he was, like, the first one to have. <laughs> <a thing> that... <laughs> ba-dum-ba, ba-dum-ba, no, not that.
1: Yeah, not that. Ba-dum-ba. But he that always had. was walkout music, bro.
0: No, no, that was just walkout music. I'm talking about he unlike everybody else, had that, like, piece of the stage that went into the crowd.
1: It oh, was like a catwalk, the f- yeah, yeah. A catwalk the thing. Ego, ego ramp or whatever. Yeah,
0: and he, he used to walk out on that thing and pick out the chicks, and he'd reach down, go, like, bend over, give them a kiss, and give them a scarf. And he And he gave my mom, he kissed my mom and gave my mom
1: a scarf. Isn't that like a backstage pass, too? Like, she puts the scarf, they're like, well, okay. She might have yes fucked him. You. I
0: don't know. I mean, That'd I don't know. pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know. My mom's never told me that she <laughs> banged Elvis, but um, <laughs> I just somehow think she wouldn't tell me if she banged Elvis, actually.
1: So. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's got to have some value also. I mean. Yeah, she would never sell it. The, the scarf. Right.
0: Quite honestly, is there, is I don't there know that would, I would sell sell it. If if she leaves it to me, I don't know that I would sell it sell it. I would put it in a fucking glass thing and hang it on a wall somewhere.
1: That would be cool. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, I wonder if there's a, a footage from that show. You could probably find if somebody took photos and he actually had the scarf, it would be easier to
0: Yeah. See my mom tongue kissing Elvis or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just what I Grabbing need to see.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mom, you're grabbing Elvis's balls. What
1: happened? <laughs> ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba.
0: I won't see see your ball sack.
1: <laughs> see see my ball sack. See 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 my ball sack.
0: Yeah, it could be. It could definitely on, be. Look out, man. <laughs> my mom holding elvis's balls and elvis just looking down at her going thank you very much <laughs> why am i doing this to my mom <laughs> she's done nothing no. to get this beating she even watch our show sometimes yeah so
1: <laughs>
0: she may she, believe me if she sees this one she will call me <laughs>
1: I don't know if my mom watches this. I think she might have watched it once and was, like, not impressed because she goes, so, yeah, that show, you're still doing it, huh? You swear a lot, Eric. (laughs) My poor mom.